Well, good evening, everybody. It's colitis time. <laughs> Here we are, the BioTouch Healing uh, Health Condition Workshop on colitis, and my name's Paul Bucky. Good evening, this is Bev. And we have a guest, don't we, Bev? We do. We're so honored to have our guest speaker this evening is Tanya Bungart Price, who is a certified Ayurvedic practitioner and she's going to be sharing with us how Ayurveda medicine can uh, be a, a address colitis so right. welcome Tanya thanks for being with us thank you for having me yeah yes yeah. so, so, so uh, you know I let's just get to it are well, a couple, you ready a couple of things yeah. first a couple of things okay if you want the workbook out there what uh, the second half uh, after Tanya talks we'll be teaching some points so you can download the workbook at justtouch.com forward slash workbook. If you have any questions, even during Tanya's talk, just type them in the comment section and we'll pass them on to her. And otherwise, we're going to learn about colitis and we're going to learn about Ayurvedic medicine in relation to that. So take it away, Tanya. Thank you so much. Um, yes, since we don't have a lot of time, I'm going to jump right in. Um, I just wanted to say I, um, I have a practice here in Tucson, Arizona, but I also do Zoom consultations and our practice is right here, meaning us, my husband, who's a Panchakarma therapist and I. So Ayurveda and colitis first, um, the, I guess the Western point of view. Um, so the Western definition of um, colitis, um, we know it as um, IBD or inflammatory bowel disease. And there are two main um, versions of it. One is the ulcerative colitis, um, where literally ulcers develop inside, um, well, it's inflammation and it develops inside the colon, but um, uh, often it's then specifically in the mucous membrane and in the muscular tissue. And then the other one is usually the uh, microscopic colitis, um, which is a chronic watery, non-bloody diarrhea. So both of them are uh, usually connected to um, diarrhea, but one actually has blood in it, right? Um, so the sign and symptoms is the cause of IBD is unknown, according to Western medicine. I will address it as a um, Ayurvedic practitioner later. So we often in Western medicine, they say there might be genetic tendencies. Um, it might have some, some component of autoimmune disease. Um, again, as I said, it's, um, it can have on and off bloody diarrhea. The onset is usually um, uh, occasionally acute with rapid progression. There is usually lower abdominal cramping and possible fever anemia, anorexia, weight loss. Symptoms may occur outside the, of the digestive tract as well as inflammation in the skin or joints. Um, and I see that a lot, that people who have um, colitis also have inflamed skin, but also their joints are very achy and hurting and usually warm to the touch. The blood test will show elevated SER indicating inflammation. It's a test a blood test that is regularly done for those um, to see how high the um, inflammation is in the body. And then there's, of course, anemia because people that have ulcerative colitis um, bleed, right? Um, and they, lose, they can lose a lot of blood. 
So the complications um, that happen is bowel obstructions can occur due to the swelling in the scar tissue. Of course, malabsorption, because how can you absorb nutrients with a digestive system that has been um, compromised? Um, then some individuals experience inflammation outside of the digestive system. As I said, I see that a lot uh, um, as well. With it comes often joint aches and pain, and then the skin can be have um, inflammation as well. Um, it can be fatal, but it's very rare, but it does need to be addressed early on. So how does Western medicine address it, right? So of course, um, drugs um, to control the inflammation and the diarrhea. Um, then nutritional supplements, because like I said, we are not able to absorb the nutrients properly. So the answer that Western medicine has is, well, then we should give um, supplements to now um, fill in those vitamins that have been lost. Um, sometimes surgery, um, a normal diet, but they say even in Western medicine, they now are talk, um, addressing diet more, saying um, no raw fruits and vegetables um, because it will aggravate the um, condition even more. And then, um, of course, um, drugs to actually suppress the immune system, such as prednisone. So now going into my expertise, Ayurveda. Um, so just a quick, what is Ayurveda? It's the, um, the ancient science from India. We claim to be the oldest in the world. So does Chinese medicine, right? Who knows? They're very similar, right? Yes, I learned Tibetan monks came to India studied Ayurveda, took the knowledge to China, but a Chinese practitioner will tell you the exact same story the other way around, which is <laughs> very funny. But um, so what makes us different, I guess, is that we look at body, mind, and spirit when it comes to diseases. We're not just looking at the physical, we also look at mind and spirit. So just a, a, a really just um, planting the seed of knowledge when it comes to the doshas. So um, we believe everything in the world is made up of five elements. Um, they are earth, water, fire, air, and ether. So um, earth is our physical structure, our bones, flesh, skin, hair. It's what makes us calm and grounded. Water, all the fluids in our body, it's love and compassion. Fire, and that's where colitis comes in, right? Fire is um, transformation, transforming food into nutrients. It's our digestive system, but also giving us the ability to transform sensory intakes into wisdom and knowledge. Um, air is everything, all movement in the body. Also important when it comes to colitis, because it is part of the moving, the bowel movement down and out of the body, right? So it's movement. It's also movement of thought, which again, in Ayurveda, we see a connection um, with movement of thought to something like colitis. And then ether, I always say that can be depending on a little bit on your religious beliefs, right? It can be consciousness, it can be God, it can be nature. Um, it's, uh, you kind of, it's where it's in every single part of who we are, but it's also present where none of the other elements are. So that was hopefully quick enough about the five elements. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> You're like, go quick to those. <laughs> so um, 
two of the elements now always body up to create what we call these doshas, right? Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. Mm -hmm. And I just, a quick, so what people often get confused is the Prakruti, which is our constitution that was given to us at the moment of conception and that will never ever change. That is the same throughout our lives. What changes is our vikruti, our imbalances. And we use the terms of the doshas for both, but they're really not connected, except maybe we go more easier out of our um, dominant dosha than, our, than the other ones. So you are made up of these three doshas, depending on who you are, because we're all unique, you might be dominant in one, two, very rare do you have all three even. It's very funny because people always think they have all three even, and I'm like, probably not. <laughs> so um, just a quick um, horribly stereotyping, people that are dominant in Vata Doshas, I call the ballet dancers gymnasts, they're kind of floating through the air, they have long, thin arms and legs, um, they're light, they're dry, they're mobile. Um, pizzas, I call the soccer players, right? They have strong jars, they um, have a more of an athletic build, easily built muscles. They're very smart, right? They're fire and water. So they are, um, they transform wisdom into knowledge, but they're also very nourishing and um, they give love and compassion to people. Um, they're lawyers, they're doctors, like they're very smart. And the kaffas are, I don't know if you ever see my husband, he's like 80% kaffa. They're like a nice, um, more rounded um, body type, right? They have strong muscles. Um, I often say they're like, um, yeah, if you look at my husband, you know what they look like. Everything is juicier and rounder, and but they're in perfect health, right? They uh, don't have diabetes or high cholesterol. I think in the West, we would consider them overweight, but they're not. They're very happy and healthy where they are. So talking about the imbalances in Vata, Pitta, and Kapha, and specifically um, what that looks like in Vata, air, dry, and cold. So physically, something like constipation, um, dry joints, right? But in the mind, anxiety, overwhelm. When trauma happens in the life, that's always butter blowing on them. Pitta is fire, inflammation, right? Hearing that already connected to colitis, right? So having inflammation, any disease that ends in itis has a pitta component, a fire component in there. And kapha is usually heavy, mucusy. Uh, you know, the, when you mix earth and water, it's kapha. So it's that heavy, mucusy um, component. So how I get now somebody out of balance is I'm using my Ayurveda tool belt, right? Which can be anything, diet, herbs, aromatherapy, colors, gems, yoga, meditation, mantras. I mean, it's we, we use all these different tools, something like BioTouch, right? Somebody, I might send somebody to a therapist for um, a psychoanalysis, or I might send somebody to get ac acupuncture, right? So we then use all these tools. Um, and a big one is Panchakarma, especially when it comes to digestive issues, because it can help, um, which is the detoxification program, it can really reset a digestive system. 
So the Ayurvedic interpretation of colitis or irritable bowel syndrome, um, um, the, it's similar looking at it like Western medicine does when it comes to what are the symptoms, right? And we, and in Ayurveda, we, are, we don't diagnose literally that we give it a name. We just look at what are the qualities of the symptoms I'm looking at, right? So um, severe conditions, can have a vata, a pitta, and a kapha um, component in it. Meaning when somebody is highly stressed or if they had trauma in their life, or they can even have a kapha part of it, meaning there can be mucus in there. So I wanna make sure I make this clear that in Ayurveda, we don't say all this, you have colitis, here's what you need to do. We look at the person as an individual and see, oh, is there mucus connected? to this person when we look at the bowel movements is there blood in it is there mucus in it are they also constipated and are they in a high stress job have they experienced trauma recently what are the other symptoms they are experiencing and then we look at how can we help them because there can be so many different things coming together that makes each person unique and who they are to begin with and what their, um, um, what their symptoms look like. Even though there might be three people, they might have a completely different form of colitis. And then we have to individually do things different for each person. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've never talked so fast in my life. <laughs> so, um, what is the root cause? And we always stick for the root cause in Ayurveda, right? So we might, we always say, um, hey, is there maybe a genetic part of this, right? Maybe um, um, that person had anxiety and worry and a trauma in their life, and that got their um, digestive system out of back into a colitis. Or have they been stressed and angry? Um, so now we are adding, oh, there's more of a pitta component in there. So like I said, it's each person can be so different um, to what even the root cause is. And we always want to address that as well. So when somebody has a high, dress a high stressful job and they don't sleep a lot, and they maybe just experience grief in their life. Those are all things that need to be ad addressed as well, instead of just putting a, a Band-Aid on it, right? And just giving them some kind of a medication. You need to also look at, well, why did that colitis in the, get it in the first place? And then of course, always, um, so the signs and symptoms, like we said, bloody diarrhea is the most common symptoms. Um, and with that, usually very painful, like a lot of people get pain with it. And even warmth, um, like I said, the, the, the joints, the skin, that always shows me, oh, there's a, a high pitta part of that. They're too inflamed. Um, weight loss, because they're not absorbing nutrients. And that's where my tongue diagnosis comes in. And the pulse diagnosis, where I'm looking, oh, they're not absorbing nutrients well enough. Um, and then fatigue due to the blood loss, of course. So now I have to also address that. So the pathology, depending on, again, can be different for each person, which where I think it becomes so fascinating, right? Um, so there can be the, the, the pitta accumulates and aggravates in the small intestine and therefore overflows into the blood, right? So where we can see the house, that's, you know, Ayurveda talk. Pitta then relocates to the large intestine 
leading to ulcerations within the mucosal wall and which may penetrate the muscular layer. So it can go all the way into the tissue. And that's when we start seeing all oh, the skin is red and warm to the touch and inflamed. The mind is another side because people become angry and um, or are already angry. So anger can be either the root cause or it can happen because your body is inflamed, you're hurting, you're not absorbing nutrients well enough, you're probably not getting sleep because you're, you're in pain. So now a pitta gets angry because of that. So it's always, a, you know, you have to treat it all. But they can, like I said, they can also be butter part of it. So now when um, you have butter part of it, then those people are usually also anxious, have insomnia as in their mind won't stop moving, right? They can't fall asleep, um, but not because they're thinking about stressful job stuff. That's what the pittas do. The vatas think about butterflies and rainbows and, and right? And the world's coming to an end and all within 10 minutes. But that is part of, okay, so now we're also adding, maybe they're also constipated at the same time as they're having something like colitis. So they're getting also dry in their, in, in their body. And when kapha is part of it, you will see mucus being part of it, right? Um, meaning that there's a lot of mucus being produced um, from a kapha body. So, um, and that's where I always have to say, when I talk about herbs, this is from an Ayurvedic point of view for educational purposes only. Don't ever start, even herbs have side effects and not all herbs are good for everybody. So don't just start. And the most common thing I see is people are taking ashwagandha and turmeric and they're taking it wrong and they don't understand really what it does, right? They just hear, oh, this is, helps me with inflammation. So I'm going to start taking turmeric pills, which is the, the idea of it. I get it, right? If you're hearing that, but they usually are taking it wrong and they're sometimes making things worse. So please do not take any herbs without checking with an Ayurvedic practitioner or an herbologist or somebody who understands herbs. I usually never prescribe an herb by itself. It's usually in a formula where it starts making more sense. So here are just some, um, so just for you to understand again, don't just start taking it. I don't even think um, comfrey is legal in this country currently, mm. <laughs> um, except externally. So these are herbs that traditionally are used in Ayurveda or were used, some of them only in India, because in, in America or in other countries, they may not be legal. So as you see, we would build a formula depending on what dosha we feel like this person is part of or um, because their colitis may look different from one person to the next, right? So um, are they not absorbing? Do they have blood? Do they have anger coming with it? Are they losing weight, right? So each person is so different that even their herbal formula for, and I, like I said, I, we, I had so many colitis um, patients recently, and not one of them have had the same formula as the other one or the same recommendations from me. Oh. Yeah, so the, the treatments, and that's now where Western medicine and us um, are agreeing, no raw fruits or vegetables. We see it as in the fiber will scrape on an already inflamed mm. um, intestine, right? 
So we are highly recommending cooked foods only, and we go very specific for a pitta, strictly anti-inflammatory diet, right? Especially if they're bleeding, they need to eat probably more more bitters, which are cooling to the system. Um, so they are cleansing and cooling the system. We also would say something like kitchari, which is the most healing food in Ayurveda that is basmati rice, split yellow mung beans, maybe vegetables and um, spices according to their doshas. That is very healing and high nutritious food. Because like I said, not only do we need to now um, heal their digestion with food, using food as medicine, we also need to um, help them get nutrients into their body. So it needs to be a very easy digestible food that they can absorb the nutrients from because we need to get the body strong again, right? So um, also we would um, start um, then adding the, the herbs to that treatment. We would also address what was the root cause to begin with. Um, do we need to also give treatments to help with the anxiety, the insomnia, with the worrying, maybe with stress at work, right? Helping them sleep at night so their body can have enough strength to even heal itself. Trifala is usually when it comes to digestion, we often use it and there are specific ways of using it. Uh, and it's probably one of the, um, it's three herbs that we use um, for that is something we would use. And then takra, which is a mix of yogurt and water. A lot of Americans know it as a lassi in Indian restaurants, but like even they made it kind of into like the, the Indian milkshake, right? They added mango and made it bright orange. <laughs> we use it more as a, to cool the digestive system, to get probiotics into the system without heating them up too much. Yeah. Because yogurt by itself is too heating, it's fermented. So we add it with water. Some people call it the Indian buttermilk. And when you even when you Google it on the internet, there are many recipes. And you just have to be mindful of what herbs you now use. So this is a specific one, nutmeg, fennel, and licorice that helps with absorption and pacifies vata and pitta. Because that's usually what's part of colitis is vata and pitta meaning the air of um, too much going on, right? Too many things happening in their life. It's blowing on the fire of Pitta. So mm. you usually have a combination of both. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Thank huh? you. People you know, were loving uh, it. They were loving it. <laughs> yeah, that was so amazing. And I know just enough about Ayurveda to be dangerous. But, <laughs> but uh, I, what I really loved about what you said was you begin to build a formula for each person. Oh, that is so, I mean, that just was amazing. That's awesome. And that's, that's really for me, after all you were talking about the doshas and and all of the elements that just makes sense right yeah. it, just, it just makes sense it's that was wonderful so so when somebody comes into your your office you what do you do do you take it's a questionnaire you spend time with them to get all these answers you go into detail about their life and and what's affecting them is that what happens 
Exactly. I think you already, yes, my intake takes on the average two hours. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a second meeting that's the report of findings. So the first meeting is literally me gathering all the information. And that is anything from their medical history to what traumas they had in their life and what do their bowel movements look like. So I also wow. need people who are willing to talk to me about just about anything, right? Yeah, wow. when you're when you're in pain, you will tell you anything. <laughs> yes. So so do we get to have a cup of tea while you're interviewing us too? <laughs> <laughs> Depending yeah. on our dosha. And, and the two hours go by really quickly. Yeah, I'll bet yes, they do. Oh, yeah. Just hanging out with you, fire lady here. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so it's interesting. The comments we got were people were just fascinated, and and one lady, Eileen, actually said, uh, "I asked any questions," and she goes, "Every question I had, she answered." So it might have been a twenty-five minute presentation, oh, but wow. but you hit it. So that awesome. that was awesome, and uh, it really uh, I think it opened up some new avenues for people, some other ways yeah. to look at colitis. Uh, we we uh, we uh, we are grateful that you even mentioned alternative things like BioTouch and yoga and other things to do, um, and uh, it, it was a lot to absorb. So we just want people to know uh, you've got Tanya's information there, yogalish.com. Uh, this these slides that she did uh, will be sent with the uh, the replay of this. And uh, she's available uh, through phone, or if you live in Tucson, you get to actually sit with her and have a cup of tea. Okay. <laughs> oh, Tanya, we that we so appreciate what you did. Yeah, you, that, was, that was that was awesome. Perfect. So so now we're going to teach the points, and and we'll talk to you soon, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you so much, thank Tanya. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You All bet. Right, thank you. Bye. Whew, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Oh, my, I loved it. I oh, just yes. Absolutely loved it. It was, I learned as usual so much about colitis. I had no clue. I'm like, oh, it's somewhere in the stomach. Right, right, right. <laughs> because in BioTouch, what? Yeah. It's like, we, well, we I have colitis. It's right here. Okay, that's where we touch. Right. But. We're dealing with the symptom, which, which is interesting because that's what's beautiful about when you go to a practitioner like Tanya. You, you yeah. look at the whole being, but yes. we deal with the symptom, which, which is we've talked every Monday on our show. You're not just dealing with this. You're addressing the symptom, which then goes through the layers. And then you exactly. find the practitioner like Tanya who can, can help you work with the different layers as they start to unfold. And even with just colitis, you start to wake up to, oh, yeah, there's a pain here. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, I feel tired. Uh -huh. Oh, I got heat. Or you'll be able to answer her questions even that much better. Oh, good. That's so good. Yeah. So we had a question uh, after she hung up. Uh, uh, Lester says, how does aging affect doshas? Well, it probably does. And send her an email. No. She'd love to answer that. Yeah, one. she'd love it. Well, she did say that you're, you're predominantly one right. dosha throughout your whole life. And that can kind of, mm, yeah. That, that stays the same. And then the rest of it is affected by kind our stressors variable, and our yeah. moving. You know, if we move to places uh, from right. Tucson to Tennessee, well, it's going to affect the <laughs> dosha. So give her a oh, call, right. Lester. So <laughs> So now we're going to sort of take you to the next half of this uh, presentation, and we're going to teach you how BioTouch would address colitis. And this is where I just play the techie, and we just give you a one-on-one -on -one with Bev. Take it oh, away. Yay. <laughs> yay, yay. Okay. So um, if everybody has their 
has uh, access to your workbook. For those of you who are new to, to these work, uh, workshops or even to BioTouch itself, welcome. If you're listening on our podcast or on our any of our stations, um, just follow along with us because um, we always want to, whether you know it or not, BioTouch or not, we want to introduce you to the very basics of how to start practicing. And um, that's going to be immediately, by the way. So what is BioTouch? On page six of this workbook, we there. you notice there's four bullets. This is basically um, some the basic information um, about BioTouch. Uh, BioTouch is, by definition, one person touching another person lightly on the skin. And you use the first two fingers of each hand and lightly touch on the skin. This is on the skin, two people touching on the skin like a butterfly, we say. And you're going to be learning specific sets of points to address this condition, colitis, tonight. But every single one of our um, uh, health condition workshops is to address a specific condition and those sets of points. So we're really excited to share this with you tonight. So let's begin. So first of all, let me say, those two fingers lightly on the skin promotes the body to do what it knows how to do the very best. That is to begin a natural healing um, process. And so that's really what it is. It's not, you know, I'm a, I'm a healer and da, da, da. So let's begin. So BioTouch is easy to learn and to practice it and to, to use it is very easy. As we say, even children, and this is one of the basic purposes of this foundation we want to get this into the families. This is where everything begins. It's our daily rhythm living. And if we could get mommy and daddies and grandmas and aunts and uncles and cousins and kids to start practicing BioTouch with each other, wow, that's that's really our vision. So it's easy to learn. Um, it's just, we're all children at heart. That's just, you know, it just, just begin. You're going to be effective immediately. Tonight, you can you start using these sets of points that we're going to introduce you to. You can start using them with somebody in your life, and you will be totally effective. Uh, the next bullet is a complement to any healthcare program. It would be a fabulous um, uh, complement to uh, Ayurveda. If that's how you want to go. We encourage that absolutely. BioTouch is totally integrative. It's holistic. I love what uh, Tanya said about you look at the root cause. So what BioTouch does is it begins to address the body and all the stuff that's held within that body. The root cause of all of our stuff is over time whew, blown apart, really. And that self-awareness that we're always talking about begins to happen. So BioTouch has no levels of ability. Children can learn it. I'll just, I'll just remind us of that. Everyone is effective. This is meant for all of us. BioTouch is for every single one of us, not just those who have the time and the money and the, you know, to go through all these levels. And uh, uh, it's, it's just this knowledge is 
already within us. It's innate in all of us to be able to practice biotouch with another human being. It's just, it's perfect. And in these times, this is what's going to help to bring us together. And then finally, it requires no special preparation, a belief system. We don't, we don't uh, have a philosophy. We honor everything. Everybody is you know, free to think and believe and practice whatever they want. This has nothing to do with caring about another human being. That's really the only uh, intention with BioTouch, if you want to call it that. Um, somebody's hurting, somebody's under stress, somebody, you know, is alone. We, we just want to help another human being with all of that. So none of that matters with BioTouch. You can literally practice BioTouch at any time, any place with anyone. I mean, that's crazy, but it is true. It is true. So let's go ahead and begin. So here's, here's the process. Very easy. We always want to wash our hands. It is one person touching another person. We're, I'm going, we're going to learn the greeting, which is what you do first. You're going to use the first two fingers of both hands. You're going to touch lightly on the skin and you're going to hold each of the points that we're going to show you six to eight seconds. That's it. That's all there is. Paul, anything else you want to mention? No, let's let's go on. And, uh, okay. To the the uh, this page it says the terms used. This is this is just some the language of BioTouch and how to how to use the different um, procedures uh, when you're uh, learning BioTouch. I do want to bring one thing to your attention. We always like to do this. So in this relationship of healing, one person uh, touching another. Uh, what happens in a relationship? Both people receive and give. So the person that is uh, giving BioTouch, we call that person the associate. And this is what the dictionary describes. This is the definition. One often in the company with another, implying intimacy or equality, and one having an interest in common with another. Well, that's what BioTouch is. It it both of the, the associate and the recipient, who is the one receiving the touch, both of them step into a relationship of equality and practice BioTouch together. Both give and both receive. It's, it's just perfect. So here we go. We're going to begin with the greeting. This is the first set you always want to do before you begin to do anything else with that recipient. You just, it just opens up the body. It brings a harmony between the two people practicing BioTouch and it instigates that relationship. So, um, so one thing, just so everybody yeah. knows, the one page, there's two pages to each set. The first page has this little drawing with the numbers on it. And the second page of each part of this workbook is a description of exactly where the points are. And if you click on that little purple click here to watch the video, that's going to take you to what we're going to see here. And those words in the video are exactly the same words that are in the description. So it's a very easy technique to learn together. Definitely. All right. So you want to let's check out the greeting.
So let's go and watch the video. Yep. The greeting is always performed at the beginning of each session. It's the only set that uses one hand and the only set that indicates which hand to use. The greeting is performed with the dominant hand. If you are right-handed, use your right hand. If you are left-handed, use your left hand. The greeting is made by touching at point one, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone or sternum. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. Then with the same two fingers, touch point two on the back. To find point two, look for the big bone at the base of the neck. From here, move one to one and a half inches to the left. This is point two. Hold this point for six to eight seconds. More than one associate may work with a recipient provided that all of the associates perform the greeting. If the associate or the recipient leaves the session, or if someone who hasn't done the greeting touches either the recipient or the associate, the greeting must be re-established. Then the session may proceed from where it was interrupted. Okay, so that's the greeting. Remember, you always want to do that first before you do anything else. So let's go to the first set. Um, these sets of points are the basics that we think will address each of the conditions that we present each month. And of course, there are some more than you can add, but we're going to um, just look at those basic ones. The first one is called the metabolism set. This is an amazing set that really helps the body to assimilate and then to eliminate what it does and does not want. So this is, this is great for colitis because there's a lot of stuff going on with it. <laughs> and this is a good one to do. So we're going to watch the video. The metabolism set can be used to help the body assimilate what it needs and eliminate what it doesn't need. The metabolism set has two steps. Step one involves touching points in matching fire along the large muscles on the front of the neck. Points one and one are located above the collarbone in the soft indentations on both sides of the notch at the top of the breastbone. Points two and two are halfway up the neck on the front of the large muscles. Points three and three are at the top of the neck on the front of the large muscles. The second step involves holding a point on the front of the body and touching points next to the spine on the back. Hold point X on the front of the body is on a line directly between where the nipples would be on a youth and is one to two inches to the left of the breastbone. Another way to find X is one third of the way up the breastbone from greeting point one and one to two inches to the left of the breastbone. The points on the back are located next to the spine, forming a rectangle around the breakover point. The breakover point is where the bottom of the rib cage joins the spine and can be found by imagining a line directly through the body from greeting point one. To perform step two, find hold point X on the front of the body and touch points one through four on the back. Point one 
is approximately one to two inches up from the breakover point on the left spine muscle. Point two is directly across from point one on the right spine muscle. Point three is two to three inches below the breakover point on the right spine muscle. Point four is used to address blood sugar problems and is added to the other metabolism points when needed. It is located across from point three on the left spine muscle. Okay, uh, I do want to add that one of the Tanya was talking about all the inflammation that's in our, the body. This is one of the reasons why the metabolism said it's so uh, important is to help with that because as we know, inflammation is um, kind of the cause of a lot of things, isn't it? So <laughs> we definitely want to do that. The next set that we're going to, well, actually, I think, uh, Paul, we should just introduce all three sets because infection right. in the body, uh, allergic reactions, poison is all part of that whole, the bacteria. And so uh, we're going to, it's called infection, allergy, and poison. These are actually three distinct sets, as you'll see in the uh, video. But all three of these are very easy to do, and they would be very very good to use with, with somebody with colitis. So let's go ahead and watch the video. The infection, allergy, and poison sets are three separate sets of points. They all share the same hold point, which is the same as greeting point one, located in the fleshy area just below the base of the breastbone. As with all sets of points, these may be touched repeatedly. Infections of any kind anywhere in the body may be addressed by holding X and with the other hand touching point 1, which is at the base of the large muscle on the right side of the neck and slightly above and behind metabolism point 1. Allergies or allergic reactions may be addressed by holding X and with the other hand touching point 2, which is on the right side of the neck, directly behind metabolism point three on the top of the large muscle. To address poisoning within the body, hold X and with the other hand alternately touch point one and point two. Very, very easy, but very effective. Okay. Um, the upper abdomen, I think that's pretty obvious why you might want to uh, use it. It's Huh? Are we ready? Okay. <laughs> so the upper abdomen set is the next set that we're going to learn uh, because it, it addresses all those organs that are up in the um, uh, upper the stomach and and the intestines and some of those organs that are involved in colitis so this is a good one to use let's go ahead and watch the video the upper abdomen set may be used to address conditions related to the organs that are located between the bottom of the breastbone and the navel these organs may include the stomach liver spleen kidneys, intestines, or gallbladder. 
Generally, the procedure is performed while the recipient is lying on their back. The upper abdomen has four steps. Step 1. With one hand, hold it X, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone. This is the same as greeting point 1. With the other hand, touch points 1 through 5. Point 1 is in the soft tissue just inside the ribs, where the ribs begin to curve outward. Point 2 is the same point on the opposite side of the body. Point 3 is in the soft tissue just inside the ribs, where the ribs begin to curve to the side. Point 4 is the same point on the opposite side. Point 5 is just above the navel. Step 2. With the palm open and flat, slide the entire hand under the recipient's body and place the first two fingers of this hand on the spine in contact with the breakover point. Remember, the breakover point is directly through the body from greeting point 1. Then with the hand underneath the recipient and the fingers in contact with the spine, touch points 1 through 5 and X with the other hand. Point 1 is in the soft tissue just inside the ribs, where the ribs begin to curve outward. Point 2 is the same point on the opposite side of the body. Point 3 is in the soft tissue just inside the ribs, where the ribs begin to curve to the side. Point 4 is the same on the opposite side. Point 5 is just above the navel. And X, which is in the fleshy area just below the bottom of the breastbone. After completing this step, enhancements and local work may be performed as needed. For example, an associate could sweep across or around any scars. Step 3. In through fire, touch points 6 and 6, which are on each side of the body, even with a line running slightly above the navel. Then touch points 7 and 7, which are on each side of the body, on a line running slightly below hold point X. And finally, in step 4, Perform a matching fire and touch points 1 and 2, points 3 and 4, and points X and 5. Okay. The next set is the lower abdomen, and the this is a, a really good one uh, because of all of the organs in that area, the colon being a very important one uh, to address in this set. So 
This is a uh, again as a in the upper abdomen, the lower abdomen, and is really um, uh, important. Notice th that we say for the this is the only set we want to work firmly, and you can see that in the video. So let's go ahead and watch that. Abdomen set may be used to address any conditions or organs which are located between the navel and the pubic bone. This might include conditions of the reproductive organs, the colon, the bladder, or hernias. When working on the lower abdomen, it is helpful to press firmly into the flesh. But while working firmly, be careful not to cause discomfort to the recipient. The lower abdomen has three steps. Step one. Locate hole point X, which is on the pubic bone. Do not press firmly on this point. While holding X, touch points 1 through 5 with the other hand. Point 1 is located just below the navel. Point 2 is in the soft tissue to the inside of the pelvic bone, low on the abdomen. Point 3 is the same point on the opposite side of the body. Point four is in the soft tissue just inside the high point of the hip bone. Point five is the same point on the opposite side of the body. Step two. With the palm open and flat, slide the entire hand under the recipient's body and place the first two fingers of this hand in contact with point T on the sacrum triangle. Then, then with the, the other hand, hand touch, touch points, points 1 through 5 and X. Point 1 is located just below the navel. Point 2 is in the soft tissue to the inside of the pelvic bone, low on the abdomen. Point 3 is the same point on the opposite side of the body. Point four is in the soft tissue, just inside the high point of the hip bone. Point five is the same point on the opposite side of the body. And X, which is on the pubic bone. After completing this step, enhancements in local work may be performed wherever a recipient is experiencing difficulties of any kind. Step 3. In matching fire, touch points 1 and X. Points two and three, and points four and five. Okay. So are we going? Are we going to mention the enhancements on local work? Well, I think what we've done is we're showing it right there. Yeah. Uh, the, there is a page about local work and enhancements. 
But uh, we'll sit back just a little bit there. Oh, there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I couldn't see you. <laughs> oh, that might be good. <laughs> so you saw local work and enhancements, and it already showed that, that you want to just take those two fingers and lightly touch wherever the pain is, the discomfort, or right. where your practitioner tells you, uh, you know, if it's an Ayurvedic medicine practitioner, your doctor, the MRIs, the x-rays might show you where the bleeding is. You can do extra touching all around that particular area. So yep. that just brings up the importance of letting your practitioner know you're doing something like BioTouch. You know, and whether that's an Ayurvedic, whether it's a homeopath, a naturopath, your medical doctor, uh, your stomach doctor, whatever, uh, bring that to them. BioTouch helps empower people to really talk with their practitioners. It, it empowers us to know our body, know what we need, and share that with our uh, practitioners. So yep. that's that's why we teach BioTouch. You know, it's yep. it's not be, a be involved. Yeah, be, be involved. involved. Participate. Yes. Participate in your own healing journey. Right? Yes. This is not a cure all. Remember, now we don't slap people on the forehead and they fall back <laughs> and go healed. You know, so uh, so we'd uh, like to, but <laughs> right. So if you have any questions after watching this and and looking at the manual, please contact us. Uh, again, my name is Paul. And this is Ben, and we yep. are the executive directors of uh, the International Foundation of Biomagnetics, and we love sharing these workshops with you every month, and uh, we are here for you. We have plenty of practitioners around the globe who can share with you more details if you have questions. Uh, we can Zoom with you to go over it personally to make sure you're doing it uh, right, or to give you confidence. You can't hurt anybody. Right, so, absolutely. Uh, so contact us, JustTouch.com or office at JustTouch.com, and we are here to help. That was an awesome, awesome presentation. Yeah, I know it. Again, I learned so yeah. much tonight. And wow. Tanya got my blood flowing. She was talking so fast. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> slow me down it. here. I'm, I'm a pitta. Yeah. How much I know. So have fire. Yep. <laughs> I get it. All right. So, again, thank you all for joining us. Any questions, please just contact us at justtouch.com. Bev, yep. thank you for showing thank those you. points with us. Yep. Thanks, and, uh, Paul. We'll... Thanks, everyone, for being here tonight. Yes. See ya.